Hey, you guys, welcome back to episode 29. Holy shit, you guys, <laughs> you just freaking buckle up, okay? That's all I have to say. My good friend was here tonight, and we just recorded the most amazing episode on dating. <laughs> so if you want to take some notes, feel free to pull that pen and paper out. But I will tell you, we aren't experts. And I feel like sometimes I have no idea what I'm doing. But we've just shared our knowledge and, you know, along the way with dating and things that we have been through and things that we're learning. And I do think that it will make a difference for you guys, whether you get entertained or you can take some things and and put it in your pocket and use it and implement it into your dating life, whichever works for you. So you guys just, again, buckle up. And I do want to tell you though, you know, Boone, you know, I want to share a little bit about Boone is that, you know, he's happily divorced. He's a single dad of two beautiful kids. He's a CrossFit and all around health and fitness nerd. He's passionate about helping men and women tap into their divine masculine and feminine energy and heal that past trauma that we all have. And he used to actually co-host a dating podcast. <laughs> Crazy, right? And which is, you know, it's actually kind of interesting. He actually inspired me by me listening to his, inspired me to do my own podcasts. Uh, crazy, right? Um, and he just started his own flooring company with his ex-wife's husband. Um, who does that? Freaking badass men do that. That's awesome, right? And he's just an all-around amazing man. So you guys, here we go. Hey, <laughs> we're rolling. We're rolling. We are rolling. We are rolling. Okay. And I'm super excited, you guys, to have my friend Boone on. Yeah. What's up, guys? Ah, and we are talking all about dating today. Dating. Dating. Isn't it fun? It is fun. It is. And way funny. We dated for a minute. Yeah. For a hot second. For, well, yeah, hot yeah, second. A hot second. Sure. <laughs> and can then. Call, can we call it a hot second? Yeah. Okay. For sure. I think it was a hot second. Okay, cool. But it was great. You know, I think because mm -hmm. we were friends for a minute before. We talked for a little bit before. Yeah. Went out and then just yeah. decided to come just stay friends. Yeah. It was kind of, I don't know. We were, we were both in, I was in a, I was in a much different spot back then than I am now, I think. Well, of course. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I think yeah. that I am too. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. But something that I loved about you is that you... It was great because you held that space for me as far as to feel safe yeah. and also have those really in-depth conversations that I feel like a lot of people are looking for nowadays, Yeah. but yet they don't know how or something's missing within, so they can't even go there. Yeah. And so... Yeah, no, that's yeah. a... I, I agree with you 100%. Like it's... A, yeah. I think that's the best part about like our friendship and like the relationship we have is that... Yeah we both hold that space for each other. Yeah. Like, and you're right that a lot of people, unfortunately, like it's just a scary thing to do. Like, mm -hmm. especially in the, like the culture that we're in, like the dating yeah. culture that we're in. Mm -hmm. Um, it's, it can be pretty toxic. Mm -hmm. Um, just cause everybody's trying to like, everybody wants to find the same thing. Mm -hmm. Everybody wants to be seen. Like that's the basic, like the most basic human need is like yeah. just to be seen and to be heard. But we all, 
unfortunately, because we don't feel safe, mm-hmm. um, aren't willing to open up enough to like let people see us yeah. who for who we really are. Yeah. Like that's the hard part. Oh, I think it is because people yeah. are afraid of judgment. Oh, yeah. Not being liked. Mm-hmm. And it's just like, I don't know if you feel the same way, but I've hit a point where it's like, this is me. Yep. This is all of me. Mm-hmm. And if you don't like it, that's okay. Yeah. But I'm going to find somebody that is compatible with me and is going to like every weird quirk about me and amazing <laughs> thing about me. All your quirks are the best. Oh, no, you're so I love sweet. them. Oh, yeah, thank you. That's it. Yeah. But no, it was, you know, I just, I really love our friendship and. Oh, for sure. When we did date, it was, it was great. And yeah. you are so amazing and thank created you. that great space for me. And, um, very respectful. Yeah. So no, that's thank you. Really, like yeah. that's the I think that's like one of the best compliments anybody could ever give me. Is that yeah. like, um, because that's something that for me I, uh, that's what I always want when yeah. I'm dating someone. Yeah. Um, is someone to hold that space for me. So to know that like I was able to give that to someone else, like that's that means a lot. So thank you. Yeah. So, absolutely. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. I love it. Yeah. And. Boone used to have his own dating, dating podcast. podcast. Yeah. What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So about that, um, <laughs> yeah, it's maybe some that are listening to this podcast, um, listen to my podcast for a yeah. Like mine was only, we only got to 17 episodes, had some shit go down that like with somebody that we talked about on the podcast that just wasn't very happy with some of the stuff said, even though like we didn't use names. Yeah anything like that long story short they like caused some issues um there was some more personal stuff that's not my story to tell um that kind of made it so that we had to kind of take it off off air like like you can't unfortunately you can't find it like if you're like one of the like a computer hacker i'm sure you could but um yeah like we had to take it offline like everything um unfortunately my um co-host that i was doing the the podcast with she and i are like, we're still friends. We're always going to be friends, but we like, we don't really talk much anymore just because of other stuff that's gone down and I have nothing but love for her. She's an amazing girl. And yeah, like, but it was a lot of fun. We had a, I mean, the name of the podcast was Buck Yes or No, um, <laughs> which it. is like, uh, I don't know if any of you have listened to uh, Mark Manson. He wrote the subtle art of not giving a fuck. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's read, writ- written some like really, really, great articles like Mm. amazing especially that one so the whole premise of it was um in dating um that all the games and all the stupid bullshit we go through goes away when we come down to the fact of it's we're either a fuck yes about somebody or no like like if you really like all the stupid petty bullshit that we do with dating like the oh I'm going to wait five days to text her back or like, Oh, I opened it. Oh, I got to wait 10 minutes to oh text. Oh my like, God. That's so annoying. All that shit that we do and all those games that we play that all goes away. If both of you feel are like a fuck yes about each other and you feel like, Ooh. and you feel like, cause you think about it, the guys that you've dated that you're like, yeah, absolutely. This dude's awesome. That dude could text you 10 times a day all day long. Yeah. Like literally it, you wouldn't care. Right. It's so true. If you're all about them, all those games that we tell ourselves, Hey, I'm going to like, wait, and I got to build all this anticipation. Like, no, Oh my God. Yeah. That bullshit goes away mm-hmm. when 
you both feel that way about each other. But what happens though is because we have such like this great like big need to be wanted and to feel like loved. Yeah. That we'll put ourselves in situations with people that like they're clearly not a fuck yes about us. If that girl doesn't text you back for five days, yeah, she's not too busy. Yeah. She's just not that into you. Exactly. Like she's just and, and that's okay. As like you said, mm-hmm. we're not always gonna be everybody's cup of tea. Yeah. Like we're not. Yep. And that's something for me. Oh my God. I used to get so like bent out of shape when somebody told me that they just weren't interested. Mm-hmm. And I used to get so like just sad. I'd take it personally, but it has nothing to do with me. Yeah. It most, is so true. Most of the time, the stuff that we get like offended about or like when yeah. somebody tells us, hey, like you're just not the right person for me, it has nothing to do with us. Oh, no. At all. It doesn't. Right? It is so true. Like even with like when you and I went like dated, mm-hmm. like you're a phenomenal woman. Like, <laughs> like yeah. I would be lucky to like, yeah, to be dating you. But like yeah. for me, it was just something with me and me at that time yeah. that I just wasn't like, probably wasn't ready for somebody like you, even though I thought I was. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, and we've and talked about all that. Yeah, yeah we have. We've yeah. talked about it in length. Like, yeah. and it's just, I thought I was at a place that I wasn't. Yeah. Um, and since then, like it's been shit. Was it like s- September last year that we went I out? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's almost been a full year. What? Yeah. Oh my hell. Cause yeah, it's we're already in freaking almost August. Yeah. Oh my hell. It's August next month. Wow. It's my birthday next month. Whoop. Me too. What? We're both Leos. What the hell? By the way. Oh when, yeah. What day's your sixteenth? Oh, Mine's the fourteenth. No. Stop it. Bullshit. We- <laughs> Okay. Oh my God. All okay. right. That makes it. sense. It's yes. all making sense it now. Makes sense. <laughs> <laughs> okay. We're going to celebrate. Wow. Yeah. Absolutely. We're going to go do something fun. We are. Okay? Absolutely. Hell yeah. Love yes. it. <gasps> oh yeah. That's crazy. So a year. Yeah. yeah. We've been, we've been friends for over a year. Like yeah. at least fake. Like, so I slid into Micah's DMs. Like, you know, every guy <laughs> in the world probably does. Right. <laughs> But no, and then we just became like, it was awesome. Like yeah. I've, I've loved every interaction that I've had with you. Like that's been, it's been awesome. Like, and I'm Thank glad you. that we've been able to like foster a friendship. And that's like one of the things I've loved about dating. And I think that's why dating for me, cause I get asked, even today I had a friend ask me, um, they're like, you've probably had some like really awkward, like really weird dates, haven't you? Yeah. And for me, I can honestly say that I haven't. Yeah. I really haven't. Like, mm. I just, just because like for me, one, I have a really, really good, like I've been single for seven years. I've been divorced for seven years. Like eight in uh, November, I'll have been separated for eight. Like, damn. So it's been a minute. Mm -hmm. Like I've done a lot of dating. Um, Yes, you have. Yeah. (laughs) But that's awesome. Good for you though. I think that's important. You need to fucking get out there and date. Yeah. Like, yeah, rule. And no, it's actually kind of funny about that. Hmm. Um, I was talking with my therapist. I got out of, like I was in a relationship at the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, like it didn't work out. It yeah. was just like a like two and a half month on and off again. Like, but it like for some reason I took it really like personal. Yeah. And but it was awesome for me. Yep. Right before all this COVID, like literally, like basketball shut down, my relationship shut down, <laughs> and then the world shut down. Right. Like, like all in three days. Show. Right. It was yeah. just like whatever. Yeah. But, um, I was talking with my therapist like a few days later about it all. And she, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to stop dating. Mm. I'm just going to stop. Like I, she's like, why? 
like, well, because I suck at it. Like I'm the worst at it. Mm. And she's like, so wait, time out. Like you want to stop doing it to get better at it. She's like, okay. So, cause obviously like lifting weights and like CrossFit is like my life outside of work and all that. Yeah. Um, so she's a CrossFitter too. And so she's like, so you're, so let me give you this analogy. Like you're saying like, well, let's, what, what if you want to get better at like power cleans? Are you going to stop doing them so that you can get better at them yeah. and like watch videos and listen to like books and stuff about power cleaning? <laughs> and then are you just get better? I was like, yeah. well, that makes sense. She's like, yeah, so don't stop dating. Yeah. Just have a strategy. And I was like, what? A strategy for dating? Yeah. But, and for me, that was like, that's such a foreign idea. Well, yeah. And then she gave me another analogy. She's like, so you're good at sales, right? Why are you so good at it? And I was like, because I have a step-by-step process on every sale. She's like, okay. So mm-hmm. maybe like put together a strategy for dating. Yes. And literally that like blew my mind for some reason. Like it's mm-hmm. so simple. No, it is. But, but people don't do that. So here's my question. Micah, yeah. do you have a strategy when it comes to dating? Yeah, I feel like I I'm 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 discovering all that right now. Okay. And I think we've kind of talked a little bit about mm-hmm. this too. And I just for me it's like I I feel like I have in a way this is going to sound silly, but I kind of like to interview them in a way. They don't know this. But there's questions and there's things that are really important to me. Mm-hmm. Right? Um one could be what's it like in your family? What's yeah. your relationship like with your mom and your dad? Because that is like a huge factor in who you are as a man or woman. If mm-hmm. you have things with your parents, oh, your yeah. relationships, dude, you got to get those complete, right? Mm-hmm. So like questions like that, right? Or even music, right? What's your favorite music? Or, and I like to, to ask them all those. And I want to get on the phone and I want to freaking FaceTime. Yeah. We've talked about this. Yeah. <laughs> because it's like the way, even the way they carry themselves on FaceTime, if they're fucking in their jammies and they're sitting on their bed and they're slouching and they're like, they don't yeah. even, they're acting like they don't care. Okay. You're, you're fucking out. Dude. Yep. Cause that to me shows that you just a FaceTime. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like put a little effort in. You've got to put some effort in. Mm-hmm. And so like for me, like those are just simple steps that I've been really working towards. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's a challenge just to even be like, should I FaceTime or no? Should we just go out on a date? Mm-hmm. But then it's like, it's a waste of fucking time not to, okay, I don't like to say it's a waste of time, but in a way my time is valuable. Their time is valuable. And yeah. I don't want to go out with somebody if they're not crossing off all those things yeah. on my little list. So it, I agree. Yeah. Like a hundred percent in the yeah. sense that like being able to get on and like get on the phone with someone, like it's yeah. so weird to me. Like I've had yeah. so many girls that are like, you, you want to talk on the phone? Yeah. Like you want to FaceTime? You don't want to just text me that, all the it's time? It's so weird. Guys, like if I can give you one piece of advice, yeah. if a girl or a guy doesn't want to get on the phone with you before you go out, don't waste your time. Do not waste your time. Like, seriously, though. Yeah. Like, oh, I'd rather just meet in person. Well, guess what? I don't want to waste my time, mm-hmm. right? Like, I run a, I run a business. I run a company. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't have time to just like, you know, yeah. go on random dates that aren't going to go anywhere anymore. Yeah. I've. That's one of the big things for me is like, mm-hmm. and you and I talked about this. Yeah. Uh, what was it the, over the Fourth of July weekend? Oh yeah. Like about like saying no. To going on dates when like we really like oh, we really yes. shouldn't be going right yep. mm-hmm. you and like it's just like are we honoring ourselves 
Yeah. Are we respecting ourselves? Are we staying in integrity with who we are? Yeah. When we say yes, when we mean no. Yeah. Like that's one of the big things for me mm -hmm. that I've learned lately is learning how to say no. Yeah. I know. Same here. And yeah. you really helped me with that because I remember mm -hmm. we were talking and I, I mean, we were talking and I was like, oh, I just met up with this guy and I wish I wouldn't have gone, but I'm integrity. I want to stay in integrity with my work because I committed to going. And you said to me, you go, but are you staying integrity with how you, like your gut feeling, like your inner knowing, like I can't remember the exact word you used. I think it, the question was, are you staying with an integrity for what's best for you? Yes. Like your best, like your well-being or like what what's yeah. healthiest for you. Right. And, and I wasn't. Because I knew from our conversations before, but it wasn't going to go anywhere, but I just wanted to go just to see. Yeah. But I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? Yeah. Like, so I'm glad you said that because it really like sparked something. Well, and I think that's the beauty of, of like our friendship is mm -hmm. just that we, we like bounce those ideas off of each other. Oh yeah. And that's like, that's the other thing that I love about dating is I've found so many great friends. Yes, me too. Through it all. Like, oh. like so many great friends. Yep. Which I don't understand. Like, I get it. Like, you don't want to get friend zoned. Like, that's, yeah. but being friend zoned, it really isn't like the worst thing in the world to get friend zoned. Like, yeah. It's it, actually, if you, because any good relationship, yeah, you got to be friends first. Like, you, if there, if there's not that friendship there, like, mm -hmm. where's the, like, where's the bond? Where's the, like, What's going to hold you together when shit gets tough? Yep. Right? If you're just with someone because they look pretty. Yeah. Or they have a lot of money. Like yep. What happens when they don't have a lot of money? Or they get, like, they let themselves go. Yeah. Right? Exactly. That shit happens. It, shit does happen. <laughs> right? It is so true. <laughs> well, you know what's so interesting? So I was going to share this with you earlier, but mm -hmm. I, but anyways, I was like, I'll just share it in the podcast. So um, there's this guy that I had like met on a dating app yeah, and he was the first guy that I like really connected with, like on a, mm -hmm. like really in depth. And when we started talking just through the dating app and Instagram, like just messenger, we were like, what's your favorite podcast? We were saying, what do you love about the podcast? Like we were just talking about all of that stuff and like what we learned, what we got from it. Like yeah. that was super cool. It wasn't like surface level shit. It was yep. like, what are you learning? What are you getting? Yeah. And then finally, a few weeks after that, we ended up meeting up because, you know, I got COVID. So, yeah, and weird. then, well, wait, actually, no, I actually got COVID after we met, but oh, I okay. think there were some other things. Maybe he gave you COVID. Jeez. No, I doubt it. <laughs> okay. Can't go. So anyway, so we met up and before I wasn't even nervous because, and keep in mind, we didn't do a phone call. Oh. We didn't. Okay. But because of our connection that we had in our conversations, there was something there that was like, I don't even... I don't need to do a phone call. Oh, yeah. It just, it didn't need to. Okay. So we went for drinks and I was like, you know what? If we're just friends after this, it's cool. Like yeah. going there. So there, were, I wasn't nervous. Like I was saying, the conversations that we had, it wasn't like an interview. It was so at flow. It mm -hmm. was so amazing. I actually had an escape plan to get out because originally before I went, because yeah. I had to do some things for the book that I'm going to be in. Right. Yeah. So in a way, I was like, well, if it doesn't go well, then I'll just say I have this thing to go do in a way. I always like to have something just okay. in case. I mean, I'm going to be honest. Yeah. So, so guys, if Micah ever tells you on a date 
that she has something to do, <laughs> right? Just make sure that it's not the escape plan. No, <laughs> kidding. But keep going. You, <laughs> yeah. But like, I didn't want to leave yeah, because we, the conversation was sense. so great. Yeah. But then he was so assertive and he's like, we had a great time. And then two days later he comes over and we just had these great conversations and we, it, it was amazing. Yeah. And like, and then we planned to make dinner like two days after that. And, but he was doing all the, the, he was like, let's make this, let's have wine. Let's yeah. do it. And he was like on it. Like, and I mm. love that when a man can just take charge and, and he, it was just, it was so amazing. We, we connected. So anyways, yeah. then I got COVID. So okay. then we had to reschedule. Yeah. We didn't make dinner. Okay. In that time frame, I could sense, keep in mind, men, women can pick up on shit. Yes, they can. We can pick up on, if you're into another woman, if you are focusing on something else, we we can just pick up on it. We have that really intuitive knowing. I think men have it a little bit as well. Oh, yeah. Women have it a lot more though. But we have it more in depth. Yep. And so I knew something was off when I was sick and I'm just like, mm. long story short, I get a message from him. Um, yes, because I hadn't heard from him for a few days Ooh. and I get a message from him and he was super respectful and he uh -huh. just said, I just want you to know that I've connected with somebody else and I really oh. want to focus on that relationship. Wow. And I know, you know, we've, cause him and I have like been really in depth as far as what we need in a relationship yeah. and really upfront about things. Mm -hmm. Um, and so he was just like, but I would, I love our connection and our friendship. Can we just... Like, I would love to just connect with you on a friendship level base. And I was like, awesome, friends it is. Let's do it. Okay. But then, Boone, as I like started thinking about it, I, because of our connection and my feelings towards him, I feel like for me to respect myself, I couldn't do it. I couldn't mm. hang out. Like, we had plans to hang out this Tuesday. Yeah. I sent him a message today and I just said, you know what? I really get to honor where I'm at because of the way I feel towards you. I mm. want you in my life as a friend. But because you're focusing on that relationship, <laughs> I have to, I have to step back energetically mm -hmm. and in the future, I would love to hang out with you as a friend, but yeah. it's too fresh for me right now. And mm. I get to honor myself. And I just said, thank you for who you are for me. You're an amazing man. Yeah. And that was that. But that was really cool for me to be in that space and to actually honor, yeah. honor that yeah. and go and flow with what does Micah need? Is that going to fuel your soul right now? Because his intention would be, let's just hang as friends. Yeah. Mine, I have feelings for you. Yep. No. <laughs> right? That's it. That, no, like one, um, you should be super fucking proud of yourself for that. Yeah. Seriously though. I am. Like really? Like that's like, it's like what I asked you, like, are you staying with an integrity for yourself? Yeah. Like what's best for you? Like I, the, the crazy thing that you say that is like, I've actually had to do that with two different girls yeah. recently mm. like that just both weren't weren't ready for yeah. um a relationship and it was so empowering for me to be like hey you know what like i because here that's the problem you said something that i really really liked that yeah. i want to touch on yeah. um the one thing you loved about your connection with him and i feel like it's something that needs to happen in every single relationship any with anybody that you're dating and it's a question that I actually ask everyone now that I date mm -hmm. or that I go out with mm -hmm. is that what do you need from me in a relationship yeah and it's so funny the responses I get because mm. you you can I can automatically now it's uh, like it's probably like the best weeding out question for me ever Ooh, because yeah. I can automatically now know who knows themselves mm -hmm. who's avoidant 
who's secure, who's anxious. Like, because what happens is, is that I'll, I'll ask people, like I've asked someone. So perfect example. The first girl that I like asked that to was one of those girls that was like, Hey, I just need to be friends. And I asked her, I was like, okay, so as your friend, what do you need from me? And her response was nothing. She's like, I don't need anything from anyone, Boone. Oh. I was like, okay. Wow. That's what you get from me then. Like, you get nothing. And I will like, and here, like that for me, like in the past, that would have been such a blow to my ego. Mm -hmm. Such a blow. But it was so great Mm -hmm. to be able to, like, because I had realized, I've realized over the last, this like whole quarantine and COVID has been so fucking good for me. Yeah. On a personal level. Mm -hmm. Um, I know it's been really hard for other people. And so it sucks. But like, I feel almost like bad saying it's been good for me. Um, I I think that's incredible. Right. (laughs) Uh, But it, I have been able to like sit with myself a lot. And I realized that for so long in my life, Mm -hmm. I have tried to give people what I thought they needed. Mm -hmm. I've tried to be a people pleaser. Yeah. I've tried to, I've always thought that like, if I'm nice enough to this girl or if I do all these things, then she's going to like me more. And it was, it had nothing to like, it was such a codependent thing. Yeah. I've realized that I'm, I've, I've been extremely codependent in my life. Mm. And I've realized that that codependency has made me feel and think that I am responsible for every girl's happiness that I date. When in all reality, I can't give her true happiness. I can give her moments of joy, moments of happiness. Like, but in the end of the day, it's her responsibility for her happiness. The only person that I'm responsible for as far as happiness goes is me. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Yeah. And the second that I realized that, it was so like, it was a light bulb clicking on. And I just realized, so when I asked that girl, mm-hmm. what do you need from me? And she said nothing. I said, okay. And I was just able to let go. And like she and I have actually had a couple conversations since. Mm-hmm. And we dove a little bit in, deeper into that about like, I don't need anything from you. Yeah. And for her, it's that she's a very strong, independent, like mm-hmm. she just got out of a marriage like six months ago. Oh, wow. And is like, I'm doing this on my own. I don't need anybody else to get in my I way. Can relate to that. But yeah. here's the thing. And what I don't feel, what I feel like some people don't realize or don't want to like take that question as, I'm not asking what do you need. I know like what do you need from me? I know I'd like for a woman like you, you don't need shit from me. <laughs> like, <you> know, like, <laughs> really like even as your friend, like you don't need anything from me. But what I mean is like how do you need someone to show up in your life? Yeah. Right? As a friend. What Absolutely. do you need from me as a friend, Micah? Like mm-hmm. what do you like what is a good friend for you? How does that person show up? Yeah. And maybe the question I should ask is as I'm thinking now is like how do you need me to show up for you? Mm-hmm. because a lot of the times we show up the way we think that we should. Absolutely. Right. Rather than just getting the bullshit out of the way yes. and saying, Hey, how do you need me to show up for you? Mm-hmm. And at that point, like people can tell you, Hey, this is what I need. Mm-hmm. Like, for example, for me, yeah. I am like, for you, for those of you listening that know, like the attachment styles, attachment theory, like anxious, avoidant, secure, yeah. um, I know I am a, of the anxious attachment style, which is like, 
I, when I was younger, like my, the like consistency of my primary caregiver with like attention, and everything was very inconsistent. Mm. And so like, for me, I just, I panic, like in my natural instinct, when I don't hear from somebody that I like mm-hmm. or anything like that, like I always assume the worst. Right. right. But I've been able yeah. to sit now with myself mm. and realize, hey, okay, is this the worst? Like, is it really the worst thing? Like, worst case scenario? Mm-hmm. Are they really feeling that way? Is this what's really happening? Yeah. And, but I've realized that I, that that's what for in a relationship that I need someone mm-hmm. that is okay with me having those conversations with them. Like, when I'm feeling anxious, I need someone that, I can come to and say, Hey, listen, like you did this. Um, it made me feel this way. Can you help me understand like what you meant by it? Yeah. And I need somebody to be able to listen to that and not take it personally. Like I had a, I, I I had a girl Mm -hmm. that I went on a date with that I told her, I was like, Hey, you know what? Like, I was like, you just seem like a little bit off. I was like, it's making me feel like you're not really like feeling this. Can you help me understand that? Yeah. And like, she kind of explained it. And then later on in the date, like I, that something else came up and I was like, Hey, like, this is how this is making me feel. Can you help me understand that? Mm-hmm. And it wasn't attacking anything. Like that. And she like the very next day or two days later, we had a conversation. She's like, I just felt like you're like nitpicking me the whole time. Mm-hmm. And it's because she's avoidant. Mm-hmm. It's because she like those kind of conversations, right. With an yeah. avoidant person, when you have a resolution with an avoidant person, mm-hmm. it the, it creates closeness. Mm-hmm. And an avoidant person subconsciously doesn't want that closeness that way. Mm-hmm. They want it, but their subconscious is saying, hey, I like they're going to reject that and that's going to make them feel that awkward and it's going to make them push away. Right. right? Mm-hmm. So, um, but yeah, sorry. I just went off on a long tangent. No. Oh my gosh. No. <laughs> this is what these are but... about though. We go on tangents. We're just dancing, dude. We're but... dancing in the conversation. I love it. But yeah, so Good. really no. in all reality though, was I yeah. think that the, the hardest part with dating that I've found yeah. is that people just, they, they don't hold that space that we talked about. Mm-hmm. They won't, they're so worried about what they need and I, 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 me, 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 that they won't really sit back and say, Hey, you know what? How do you need me to show up? Well, yeah. And the reason why is actually funny. Uh, You and I love, love Aubrey Marcus, right? We throw Aubrey Marcus podcast back and forth all the time. Yes. He's amazing. Right. Uh, Phenomenal. So I was listening to a podcast that he had with actually one of his ex-girlfriends the other day. Which one was it? I probably listened to it. I think it's Nehemiah is her name. I think I might have listened. Maybe you sent it to me. Did I? I probably did. I think it is. Yes. Is it the one you sent to me? Okay. Anyways, they're they're talking about how when they went on their first date, neither one of them had an attachment to the outcome. Yes. Right? Yes. So neither one of them had an attachment to the outcome of the date. And so what it allowed them for is that shit, he was like, he was talking about how on the first date, he's like bawling because he's talking about his grandma and he's like crying and like. It totally, because neither one of them had an attachment to the outcome, Yeah, they were able to just be 100% themselves. Yep. And like you were saying earlier, a lot of the times we show up on a date a completely different way with a person because we want to impress them, Mm -hmm. because we want them to like us. And so Mm -hmm. because we're attached to that outcome of, okay, I want this date to go really, really well. Yeah. And I looked back, like I was listening to that the other day, and I looked back on all the dates where I've thought like, 
oh yeah, I really freaking like this girl. Like she's super cool. I hope this goes well. Mm-hmm. And I just see how those have gone. And then I look back on the other ones where I'm like, meh, well, like, yeah, it's cool. Like whatever happens, happens. Yep. And those like literally have been my best dates. Same here. Right. Yeah, absolutely. It's, you do have to go into it from a place of nothing. Same thing, yeah. right? You have to go in and, and the way you listen has to be from nothing as well. Like there's no attachments, just exactly what you're saying. You have to just go in like, Whatever happens, happens. My intention is to connect with this person, whether we, you know what I mean? But I also think that goes in line with like, people have to decide what they want. Mm. Sometimes I'm thinking to myself, why the fuck are you even dating right now? You don't even know what you want. I went with somebody who's like, I don't know what I want. But real quick, let's take a break and we'll be right back. Okay, welcome back. And what I wanted to say before we took a little break is that I only say this because I wasn't clear. And it's like now I'm super clear on exactly what it is that I do want. But it's so interesting to me how people are so scattered Mm -hmm. with that. And it's like you, and then you wonder why you don't have a relationship. Right. Because you have, your mind is literally all over the place. So you've got to decide, make a decision. Do I want a relationship or do I want to just fuck around with somebody? And also be straight about it. Yeah. Don't just fuck around with people and agree with them just because you think. Yep. You know what I mean? Like it's because that's what they want. When really inside, I don't really want that, but I'm going to just say that I want that because I want to fuck that person for three weeks. Ooh, yep. Seriously. Well, no, and that's it. It goes down. I I take it a level deeper like to like – Figuring out like what you want. Yes. Figure out first before you even figure out whether you actually want a relationship or want like to just fuck around. Figure out what the fuck you want in a partner. Mm -hmm. Actually write that shit down. Yep. Write it down. Don't not the not the surface level like, oh, they've got to be six foot tall and they have to have brown hair and blue eyes. Oh, wait, I'm describing me. Oh, no. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but but really, like all that surface level bullshit. Yeah. Like, if you ask me exactly what I'm looking for in a partner, mm-hmm. right? I know, right? Yeah. What I'm looking for in a partner is someone that is emotionally mature, Absolutely. somebody that I can sit down and have an emotional, intelligent, like healthy conversation mm-hmm. with. If somebody is not on, like, not in that space and isn't actively working every day to make themselves a better person. I don't want it. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. As well somebody like, and I've figured this out and like mm-hmm. I battle with it and it's something that I need to stop giving myself guilt about mm-hmm. is that I want somebody that like that fitness is a big, is a daily part of their life. Not just like oh, a, yeah. a, Hey, I go and like run every once in a while, like something that they're actively doing. Cause for me, that's something that that's like a lifestyle for me. Absolutely. That's 100%. And I feel like that's a lifestyle for anybody that does it. And it has nothing to do with how, how I look has nothing to do with that. For me, fitness is something that is, it's my like saving grace. Like if I don't work out for three days in a row, my anxiety goes through the damn roof. Absolutely. Cause I, yeah, yeah, like I, I do it for those reasons. The, like the, having a good body and like looking good is like, that's a byproduct, mm-hmm. right? So those two are really big for me. Well, yeah. Like 
the other one is like, I know that I need somebody that's kind, mm -hmm. like somebody with a kind heart. Mm -hmm. Like I, I'm so tired of like this. I don't care about anything like attitude that people have like bullshit. Yeah. Like, I'm sorry. Like you're not like, Oh, well I'm just like, I'm just so over it all that I don't really give a shit about anything. And like this just like impartial bullshit. Yeah. I'm sorry, but like, <laughs> shut the fuck up. Sorry. Like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah. really? Mm -hmm. Like, you're not so like emotionally and mentally. Like, I'm going to tell you right now, especially men that are listening to this, mm -hmm. not having any feelings and being impartial to everything in life does not make you strong. No. Oh my the God. The most, like the strongest emotion, like most emotionally strong, strong. I don't even know how to say that. Right. You right. But the strongest people emotionally are those that actually can show emotion. Mm -hmm. It takes strength um, yes. to show emotion. It takes strength to feel pain and admit that, guess what? Like that fucking hurts. Yeah. It takes strength and maturity to be able to cry. Mm -hmm. Like literally I can tell you the last time I cried last Friday for no <laughs> fucking reason at all. Yes. Yeah. Like literally like because like I just needed it mm -hmm. sometimes like I just like I just need a good fucking cry yeah it doesn't have to be about anything but mm -hmm. us men are put into this little box yes. that says hey if you cry you're a excuse my French but you're a pussy yep. or you're a wuss or real men don't cry or like that's bullshit yeah stop that mm -hmm. like men like if you really want to connect mm -hmm. with a woman connect with yourself emotionally first. Absolutely. Like be like, for me, like I hate the phrase, be a man, but for me, what being a man is, Ooh. is, yes. is being in touch with who you actually are. Mm -hmm. Right. Yes. That strength, that is vulnerability strength. is strength. Like I don't, it, anybody who wants to combat me on that, bring it. Like, yeah. I know it's so it's true just, though. Well, and from a, a woman's perspective, like, perspective. Like I, that is attractive to me. I, I have been able to pinpoint so many guys that I'm talking to on dating apps and sometimes it's a shit ton and other times it's not, but it's like, I'm weeding them because just from my few fucking sentences or conversations, I'm like, you're not even there. Yeah. You're not even in, in touch with that. And Hey, look, there's some women that aren't there too. And yeah. so great. They can attract each other. But yeah. for me and you, it's like, you know, we like, we need that depth. Yeah. Because the surface level conversations only go so far. Yeah. Something that fuels my soul is conversations like this yeah. going deep yeah. talking about, I was sharing something really intimate with yeah. you earlier that I discovered, um, mm -hmm. which one day I'll share on here, but about my childhood yeah. and it's sharing stuff like that, not bullshit drama sh crap yeah. or I'm tough because I made this much money. Like, okay. Yeah. Well, <laughs> okay. Like, okay. Like, that's cool and all. Yeah. But like, you know, you've got to get really in touch with your feminine and your masculine energy. Ooh. And I'm like really diving into yeah. that. Yeah. Let's lately. talk about that. Yeah. I love let's that. talk about that. Because yeah. I'm like learning a lot about it from Jake Woodard. If you guys uh -huh. don't follow him on Instagram mm -hmm. and his podcast, he's yeah. a master at that. He is. He's and great. You turned me on to him. Yes. Um, another like men, like if you want like a man to listen to as far as like tapping into your masculine energy and like really embracing your true masculine, Traver Bohm. 
Oh, yes. He's like, dude yes. is phenomenal. I've been like, I've had the pleasure to have like several conversations with him, like personally, really? just like, yeah, he's phenomenal, dude. Yeah. Um, But he literally like just he's where I gain a lot of my knowledge of like really embracing the masculine mm-hmm. um, just because for so long, like we've been told that like the whole phrase of like toxic masculinity, mm. that's not a thing. There's toxic behavior, right? That gets labeled toxic masculinity. Like yeah. it's the, it's, if anything, not ties a wounded masculine, masculine, right? Yeah. The ego is that wounded masculine, the like, the like tempers, like, you know, like hiding behind money, hiding behind drugs, alcohol, all that stuff. Like those masks, like Lewis house is another, I love him uh, as another one. I love right. When it, when it comes to like embracing your masculine Mm -hmm. or like your masculinity, Mm -hmm. like men, if you want to make women like, like, and it's not even so much like to make women like want you or like be drawn to you or like anything like that. Like, if you just want people in general to like respect you, embrace that masculinity, but in a healthy way, mm-hmm. right? The biggest thing for me, like, is staying grounded. Mm-hmm. Like, especially through all this like crazy shit we're going through. Holy fuck, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it's been nuts. But the people that like, think about it though, like the men that you've been drawn to mm-hmm. through all of this, who are they? Mm-hmm. They're the ones that are staying calm through all of this mm-hmm. that are showing calmness through all the storm mm-hmm. that are like making decisions yeah right that are embracing that are holding that space mm-hmm. like that's a big thing that men don't want to do mm-hmm. is hold the space for a woman to like to be vulnerable yeah and not judge like mm-hmm. that's the hard part i feel especially within dating is we don't listen with the intent to hear we listen with the intent to respond, mm-hmm. which is like, why? Mm-hmm. Like, why do that? Because like I said, like our basic need as humans is to be heard. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And that's why you and I have such a great friendship mm-hmm. is because we actually, like you said, like we both said, we both hold that space for each mm-hmm. other where like, shit, I was driving down to like right when all this started, right when I went through that breakup I talked about. I'm driving down to like Laverkin, BFE, middle of nowhere, southern Utah, calling Micah, like, oh my God, like life sucks right now. Like That's it's so right. hard. Yeah. And like we just had this conversation of yeah. like, hey, like, what's the story you're telling yourself? Mm-hmm. What's the like change the story, change the narrative? And that literally, like, I want to tell you, like, thank you. That conversation for me, no fucking joke, was, it changed a lot for me. Really? Yeah. It Aww, really fucking did. I, I I got down to moving in with my parents at 35 years old. Mm-hmm. I was moving down there to think that I was starting a business, but then COVID started. Right. And that um, screwed things up a bit. Right. Um, yeah. But I have started a business since, so that's cool. Yes. Um, But I... Uh, was driving down there just feeling really shitty about myself. Mm-hmm. But that conversation sparked me to like actually start telling myself a different story. Yeah. And now like, like even like your comment as I walked in today, you're like, 
like you 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 look different mm-hmm. like I don't think it's like my physical appearance that looks different because I don't think I look physically really that much different yeah I really feel like it's more like back when we went out holy shit like <laughs> I thought I was in a good place <sighs> mm. like I didn't love myself back then yeah it's a very recent thing for me yeah where okay. I like been able to tell myself a different story so thank you you're welcome right well thank you of course yeah yeah and i pick up on that you know you can really at least for me i can really pick up pick up on that with men and women just from walking into a room looking at a picture having a conversation i mean yeah you've definitely shifted a lot within the you know even just since that conversation on our drive down i can feel it in you thank you and you know since then we've had a lot of conversations mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, he's really shifting. He's really shifting. And then seeing you and you walked in, I'm like, okay. He's changed. Yeah. Thank you. And I think that's great. And I think it's good to change. I think some people take that as an insult. Like you've changed. This is a bad thing. And I think I heard this. <laughs> it was on that. It was on the Auburn market. Same podcast. And it was so true. Yeah. It's like, um, fuck yeah. Good thing. I, I good. I want to be changing uh, constantly. And so anyways, that was really cool when I heard that. I'm like, that's such a good point, you yeah, know? So sure. I yeah. love the, but the, I want to, I want to dive back in with you a little bit okay. about the, like the masculine and feminine, Yeah. because that's one thing that I've actually realized within dating and past relationships mm-hmm. that I didn't realize why they like, cause I have, like I dated for a girl for two and a half years on and off. Oh, like, wow. Yeah, since I was divorced. Like, we live together. Like, okay. we have dogs together. Right. Like, yes. okay. we, uh, you know, she's a phenomenal woman. Like, still to this day, I have nothing bad to say about her. Yeah. The reason, and everybody always asks me, it's okay. Like, if you, like, you, like, think she's so great, why aren't you with her still? And for me, mm-hmm. it wasn't until I dove into the, the masculine and feminine mm. that I really understood why it didn't work out. And it was Ooh. because... She was constant, like she's in her masculine energy a lot. Yeah. And it's like, here's the thing is I think like we all have it like, and anybody that doesn't understand that masculine and feminine, um, it's not a gender thing. It's not, it's, it's the yin and yang, but Mm -hmm. like, like you can call it yin and yang. You can call Mm -hmm. it whatever, you know, negative, positive, whatever it is. Yeah. Um, it's that polarity. Mm -hmm. Right. And, but masculine and feminine is just kind of the best way to explain it. I feel. Yeah. Um, but that masculine energy, it's so great for women to be in that masculine energy. But yeah. like, like for example, with, with business, like being in your masculine energy is making decisions. It's being steadfast. It's being in integrity. It's like, it's, you know, being that calm, right? It's doing your shit, right? Yeah. All you women that are busting your asses mm-hmm. to provide for your children, mm-hmm. right. And doing it on your own. Fuck yeah. Mm-hmm. Like that's awesome. Yeah. You should be in that. Yeah. But then when it comes to a relationship, you have to be able to know when to turn that off. Yeah. Right. Cause as a man, right. I love a woman that makes decisions. Mm-hmm. I love a woman that yeah. is going after her goals. That's, that's like doing, doing the thing. Right. Yeah. Oh, hell yeah. That's so, that's wildly attractive to me. Mm-hmm. But when she can't turn it off mm-hmm. and she can't, be with me like and she can't like be vulnerable yeah and she can't be a little bit more like spontaneous or can't be more like just like holding that space yeah 
like it's Ooh. for me that is it that so that's with the hurt that girl she was constantly in her masculine energy yeah. constantly and for me i like i've operated like my my primary mode of action is my feminine energy mm. i know that mm. because okay. like it like it's the it's the free spirit it's that wolf right yeah the like wants to just go and be and free and like spont spontaneity and like, yeah. which is great. Like the, I, like that's such a amazing thing. Like, and so for me, I was in that, like in that energy, in that feminine energy more, she was more in the masculine. Ooh. And that's actually for me, I think that's the biggest reason why, because I more than anything, like I, I want to find a partner. Yeah. Like, Oh, I sure. I want to find, and it's not so much like that. I don't love being by myself because shit, I've been by myself for seven years. Like I've like I haven't been by myself, but like I'm good with me now. Like I'm okay, which is key. Yeah, like I'm good. Like mm -hmm. on a Friday night, staying in and being by myself because yeah. I need that. Yeah, right. Um, but I like I just I just I just want a partner in life. Right. Like I go to my, I go to my son's baseball. I go coach my son's baseball game yeah. with his other dad yeah. and my ex-wife's there. And like, they all go home as a family and I'm like going home by myself. That fucking sucks. You're like, like what the hell is this <laughs> Yeah. You're like, this is bullshit. <laughs> but like, I want that more than yeah. anything. And so for me, I finally realized what's ruined so many of my relationships. And I'd say almost like all the relationships I've had is that I have not been in that masculine energy. Ooh. I have not been stable, steady, mm -hmm. steadfast, decisive, like, mm. and so that's caused a lot of yeah. animosity because in a woman, like a woman wants a man that's in their masculine. Yeah. Right. You can like, yeah. I don't want to speak for women, but like you can say, like you oh, can yeah. tell me like if a man's not Ooh. decisive, if a man's like here, there, everywhere, oh, like, God. oh, yes. How does that make you feel? Oh yeah, no, it's annoying. Yeah. Because yeah, no, I want a masculine man, but also, you know, the feminine, like a balance, you know, yeah. and have a good balance. And that's why for me, I'm like really working towards mastering both of mine. Mm -hmm. And I feel like until I get dating somebody, like I think, you know, it it triggers things, it brings things up, and you learn from each relationship you get in. Mm -hmm. And so it's like, okay, yeah, I can sit and master this on my own. But until I get with somebody oh. that I am really, you know, just what's the right word I'm looking for that I'm really into, yeah. right? That's where the work is at too. That's yeah. a whole other level. That's actually like interesting that you bring that up. Yeah. I want to like, because one thing that I've realized is that a lot of the healing we do, and I've never, I've been totally of the opposite opinion okay. for so long in dating. Uh-huh. A lot of the healing that we do mm -hmm. is within relationship, mm -hmm. but you have to be with someone that understands. Yeah, I read a read a meme or whatever the other like the other day. Yeah, that talked about like wanting a partner that knows everything about you, that knows your childhood, mm -hmm. that knows why you do what you do. Find someone that wants to know about all of that. Yeah, that wants to under not just know about it, but just because everybody wants to know about it, right? Mm -hmm. Because yeah. we always ask the question on the first date, so tell me about how like oh, you know, all those bullshit questions, right? Yeah. But somebody that wants to understand. Absolutely. On a whole nother level. Yeah. 
Totally. Exactly. There's a difference between what's your childhood than really what's your childhood? What did you learn from it? What is yeah. like deep, like unraveling all that? Yeah. Like going down that fucking rabbit hole. Uh, the <laughs> rabbit hole is so much fun. It is. People like. Yes. Yeah. It's so true. It is fun. So I want to, I want to ask you a question. Yeah. Um, what do you feel like in dating? Cause you, how long have you been divorced now? It'll be two years, uh, September. Okay. So mm -hmm. two years. Um, what do you think is the one thing that you've like in dating, mm -hmm. like from other people, what's the one thing you've learned the most, like healed from the most, what's, what's dating helped you heal? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, shit. I feel like my first year of being single, mm -hmm. and I hope I'm going to be answering your question because, again, I'm just dancing and we're going with this, right? Very good, girl. But my first year, there was no intention of me getting in a relationship, mm -hmm. and I was very straight with men I would go out with. Yeah. And I would just have little flings for a few months here and there, yeah. and I would be intimate with a few yeah. men, and it was great. But I think now, you know, and I learned something from each of them, but now it's like, I'm in this place of, okay, I actually want something. I want a relationship. And with the recent discovery of what I learned, which I shared with you earlier yeah. from my childhood, I get now why I was doing what I was doing. Mm. Um, and so I am in this whole new entire space right now. Yeah. And, you know, um, there was just a lot of trauma from my childhood. And, and so if I wouldn't have unraveled that, I wouldn't have, I mean, it really just brought a whole new awareness to dating. Yeah. And I think it's just having respect for myself and boundaries and actually owning my voice and what I want. Yeah. And I think that's always going to be something I'm working at. Mm -hmm. Like we were saying earlier, right? Like yeah. what, do, what do you really need right now? Yeah. Like, and, and, and expressing that and, Oh, that doesn't work for me with this guy that I really hit it off with. Yeah. It doesn't work for me just to be friends with you. Yeah. I have feelings for you. So I get to cut that off. So I feel like for me, those are like the biggest things I have dated and also build an emotional connection before getting physical with somebody. Mm. People fucking jump right in the sack, man. Hey, I did it. Yeah. I mean, I'm going to be straight about that. And, and Shoot, we've it, all it done worked it. for me. You uh, <laughs> said we've all done it. We've like, all, right. But it worked for me at the time. And so, but now it's like, I, I get to be fucking real with what Micah wants. Yeah. So many times we say, we just say things lightly. We use our words like fucking popcorn. We just throw uh, them around. Like it means nothing. Mm -hmm. What you fucking say goes. Yeah. So it's like, when you say something, fucking mean it. Yeah. Because it's, it, you're going to get what you say. Like, yeah. you know what I mean? So I don't know if that answers your question. No, that, that, that 100% answers my question. Yeah. Is that like, just because without dating, yeah. you wouldn't have realized all that. I wouldn't have realized that. Any of that. No. And for me, I've always told people like, don't date until you're healed. People that, do that with I know. all aspects of life. And I it's know. like, okay, well, stay stagnant then. Yeah. Because nothing's going to shift for you. <laughs> yeah. And everything. I, yeah. I just, but the, like, I was always of that mindset of, because like yeah. you hear like, to like for a healthy relationship, you got to have two whole people together. Right. Yeah. But what I think it is, is that like, you have to have two people that understand mm -hmm. that your happiness is 
your responsibility. My happiness is my responsibility. Mm -hmm. And you're working towards that together. And that healing happens within that relationship. A lot of those things that we can't heal on our own. Yeah. Right. Because for me, I have like, for me, I have a few abandonment issues. Okay. Like from, from childhood, from just life. Mm -hmm. Um, and for me, I'm never going to be able to heal that on my own because at a certain point I have to be able to see that somebody's going to stick around. Mm -hmm. Obviously I can work on that and I can realize like, but at the same time though, I realize that if somebody does decide to leave, it has nothing to do with me. Yep. Nothing to do with me. Yeah. It has nothing to do with my worth, has nothing to do with what I bring to the table. Nothing. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. And that's the, 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 if I could offer any type of advice for anybody that's like thinking about dating Mm -hmm. or is in the dating pool or whatever it is, is that realize that other people's decisions have zero, um, have nothing to do with your worth. Mm -hmm. Your worth is not based upon what someone else thinks. Yep. Like one of the the things that I've told myself mm-hmm. for a while now is that someone else's opinion of me is none of my business. Mm-hmm. What you think of me is none of my business. But within dating, we get so wrapped up in like, oh, she doesn't she doesn't want me, so I must be horrible. Mm-hmm. Or he doesn't want me, or I, I must be a horrible person. Mm-hmm. No, yeah. fuck that. Like your worth has nothing to do with anybody else nope. and what, whether they decide to stay or go. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, and the thing is, is people, it's like, it's like, don't get so attached to that one person if they decide to leave you. And you know, it's, everything's a process. Healing's a process. I get it and be with it, but know that there's somebody out there for you. And, and I, I think this cause I'm like, Oh my God. Seriously, I get so annoyed. We were talking about this earlier. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? It's so annoying. But then at the same time, I'm like, oh my God, like there's so many amazing men out there and women out there and it's, it's all perfect and it will line up when it's supposed to. Yeah. It will. Yeah. And I'm a big believer in that. Absolutely. You know, it will, it will happen when yeah. it's supposed to. That's one thing I like have started recently, really very recently to- telling myself is that for so long I've tried to push it. Like mm-hmm. I've tried to like, like I don't understand why, but now it's like, I'm telling myself it's on its way. Like yeah. it's on its way. Yeah. Like that person they're on, they're on the way. Yep. Like I'll find them. Yep. Right. I was actually, it's kind of funny. <laughs> I was talking yeah. to my business partner yeah. who is actually my ex-wife's husband. Um, so wild, so, by yeah. the way. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. It's so cool. And it's, that's yeah. been, that's been so awesome. Yeah. Uh, it's been amazing for like, her and my relationship. It's been amazing for my kids. Like my daughter, the very first day we went to work together, she was stoked out of her mind oh, that her dads were going oh, to work together. Like so cool. seriously. And then like a couple yeah. days later, we got to take her to lunch. Like we went and picked her up from a sleepover. <gasps> you did? Yeah. We went and picked her up from a sleepover yes. um, at one of her friend's houses. And then like we went to lunch to like all three of us went to lunch together. Like yeah. me, her, her other dad. And like he like, it's just, yeah. it's been, it's been great like to, to do all of those things. Mm -hmm. Right. I love it. Like it's been so, yeah, 
it's been so fun. But That's the other awesome. day he was, I was telling him, I was like, you know, I know like, cause we talk about dating all the time. It's so funny. He always, he's like, Boone, you just like, you just need to find somebody settle down. Like he's like, what? Like, it's so funny. Yeah, but, yeah. um, we were talking about it and I was like, you know what, Cody? Right. I think that like, I was like, maybe my, uh, I was like, maybe my, you know, my person is like unhappily married to somebody else right now. <laughs> like, maybe <laughs> that's possible. it. Right. Like yeah. maybe it'll be a couple years down the road, but like, oh, you know, it's, yeah. it, it is what it is. It'll come mm-hmm. when it comes. Um, yeah. I, I'm learning very slowly <laughs> yeah. that I need to detach from, like, I need to get rid of that attachment of an outcome. Yep. Right. Yep. Because when I do, I know it'll be there. Well, yeah. yeah. It's, it's like getting out of our own fucking way. Yeah. Ultimately, because again, what we say goes, and if we wanted to be in a relationship in a month from now, we could. Yeah. But we have our shit that we're working through constantly, and that's why it's important to keep working through your stuff. Uh huh. So then you can attract what you want and create what you want in life. Yeah. I think that's the, at the end of the day, yeah. like with dating, I think that's the most important. Yeah. Is work on you. Mm hmm. Focus on making yourself the best version of yourself. Yeah. And that person will come. Yep. It will. It will. And, but then like, what do you say? So from your, for, from a man's, you know, uh, standpoint on this. So like for all the men out there or even women Mm -hmm. that like haven't even started Mm -hmm. that inner work yeah, or to even discover that, what do you feel like simple steps could be for men or even women, whatever you, you know? Um, I mean, I'm no, I'm no expert. Um, but I can tell you what's worked for me. Um, it's the first thing for me, uh, just starting on the inner work. I feel like the biggest thing for men and I'll start with men and we'll, I'll go to women. Okay. Um, but I think the biggest thing for men Mm -hmm. is that we have so much pain Men have so much pain, whether it's from childhood, whether it's from adulthood, whether it's from, especially like if you've gone through a divorce, mm-hmm. um, you've gone through breakups, you've gone through like all that stuff. We have so much pain yeah. that we don't want to acknowledge, mm-hmm. that we don't want to, that we, that we hide Oh yeah. with, that we like, we bury down underneath women, right? Or sex or drugs or alcohol or fighting or whatever, or, or business or like getting lost in your, 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 your business or work or whatever it is. Like we hide it and we push it down so much that like, there's a reason why the suicide rate is so much higher among men, Mm -hmm. right? There's a reason why women are scared shitless of men right now. Mm -hmm. They are. It's because men aren't dealing with their pain. Mm -hmm. And it's showing up and it's manifesting in ways that are hurting other people. Yeah. And until us men deal with the pain that we have and acknowledge it, Mm -hmm. it's never going to change. Yeah. So my thing is men first step for you to work on yourselves. Yeah. Figure out what's hurting. Mm -hmm. Whether you think you're hurting or not, there's something there. Mm-hmm. that you're not working on. So find that pain, mm-hmm. find it, identify it and fucking work on it. Yeah. 
Yeah. And the best way to do that is talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. Like, don't be like men out there that think that you're too cool or you like oh, are too tough to like go like talk to a therapist or a life coach or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, talk to somebody. Yeah. Be vulnerable. Be willing to open up and say, you know what? Like, I don't know it all. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah. like, be willing to to be vulnerable enough to let that pain out because the best analogy I've ever heard of it, and it was from Traver Bohm, mm-hmm. I'll give him credit for it, is that mm-hmm. pain, right, with men, it's like, have you ever seen like a driveway, like a fresh porn driveway, okay. right? Before you pour a driveway, you have to take out all the weeds. You have to do all of that, right? Yeah. Once you pour it, then usually there's like cracks and stuff, Yeah. right? And what happens is if you don't get all those weeds out, they're going to be sitting there underneath just waiting. The second that they see sunlight, they're going to pop right up. Mm-hmm. And what happens is once they pop up, they spread everywhere, Ooh. right? Mm-hmm. So what we we as men have done is we put a slab of concrete over our pain. Mm-hmm. And then we haven't like taken all the weeds out before we put that slab of concrete. Yeah. So what happens is the second we have a crack, like say we go through like, like that's why midlife crises, crises happen, right? Yeah. Because like a crack happens and they break. And what happens? They go have an affair. They go become an alcoholic. They become like they get gambling addictions. They get like mm-hmm. whatever it is, right? Yeah. And what happens is we're using that yeah. to mask that like weed that's popping up out of the out of the ground. Mm-hmm. So instead of like pulling that weed out, mm-hmm. getting down to the root and getting rid of the root. Yes. What do we do? We pour more concrete over it. Mm-hmm. But guess what? What's going to happen is, is when there's another crack and it sees sunlight, boom, yep. it's popping right back up. Hell yeah. Right? So, so true. For men, deal with your pain. Yeah. Stop being too cool. Like I'm so, like I said, I told you earlier, I'm so over the I'm too cool attitude. Oh, yeah. Or I'm too tough attitude yeah. from both men and women. Yeah. Like I think I get more frustrated when it comes to like, I because I expect it from men. Yeah. But when a woman's yeah. like, oh, well, I'm just like too cool and I feel like I don't feel any like, yeah, you do. Yeah. You're a human. Yeah. Yeah, you do. No. Everyone has fucking shit. Yeah. And like for women, like the best advice I can give for women is what you've kind of already said mm-hmm. from a man's perspective. Yeah. Know what you want. Mm-hmm. Sit down and know what you want. Know what you, well, most of all, know what you need in a relationship Yep. to feel safe. Cause it, for a woman and correct me if I'm wrong. So what are the, what would you say as a woman are the two things that you need in a relationship? Like what's the most important thing for you in a relationship? What's the most important thing for you to feel in a relationship? Well, I want to feel safe mm. and heard. Yep. That's yeah. it. Yeah. You know, like literally I didn't have to say it. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. Women want to feel safe. Yep. So write down mm-hmm. what makes you feel safe in a relationship. Yeah. And then guess what? Mm-hmm. Stop dating all these assholes that don't make you feel safe. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Really? Like, don't. Like, stop it. Yeah. It's stupid. Yep. It's so fucking frustrating as a man, mm-hmm. especially because I have, like, I have a lot of female friends mm-hmm. that are just friends. Like, I, and I just, they all come to me yeah, and ask me like, boom, like what's like, this guy's doing this, what they're doing this or saying this, like, and then she's like, no, what makes you feel safe? Yeah. Write it down, figure it out. Mm-hmm. And if that guy doesn't make you feel safe in every aspect, 
kick them to the fucking curb. Mm -hmm. Stop doing it to yourself. All like, and that's the that's the big thing with dating. And I'll shut up. Right? No, I I'll go it. down. I'll stop going down my rabbit hole. But like, oh yeah, we do it to ourselves. Mm -hmm. All the unhappiness we have in dating, it's our own damn oh, fault. Own, yep. Unless obviously, unless you're with somebody that's abusive, like obviously, like, well, yeah, there's there's th those kind of things. Yeah, but a lot of the unhappiness we see yeah. in relationship, like or in dating. Is because we do it to ourselves. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah. We we show other people how to treat us. Exactly. Like what you said, you your word goes. What right? I say goes, yeah. What you say goes. Yes. Yeah. Right. And people blame other people. Oh, I didn't worry you guys they were. I was like, okay. Yeah. Look within. Yeah. Really? Like, God. Everyone has a role, everyone has a part in a relationship. And you have to be one hundred percent responsible. Yes. It was actually the one of the coolest things I heard today is I went and went paddleboarding with one of my really good friends yeah. that uh, she just got out of a divorce um, and the, her her ex-husband cheated on her. Yeah. Um, and uh, one, like he cheated. She found out on a Tuesday. The next Tuesday she filed. And yeah. she just realized like she's – she the cool thing was is she knew about herself. She's like, I'm just not like – I'm not the type of person that is going to – like she's like, it's going to be too hard for me. Yeah. She's like, I know that about myself. And so I'm not mm -hmm. going to pull him through that. But as well, one of the things she said mm -hmm. is that, like, she was talking about how, like, she was a uh, CrossFit regionals athlete. Like, oh, wow. She is badass. Oh, um, I love it. Yes. And she's like, she played Division One softball. Like, she's, this girl's a Damn, badass. Damn, she is. But one of the things, <laughs> right? But one of the things she said was, I, uh, she's like, I allowed that in my life. Hmm. She's like, I allowed certain behaviors in, yeah. in, in my life. She's like, I allowed that. That was on me. Mm -hmm. Like how many of us can, when shit like that goes down, yeah. how many of us can sit and take responsibility for that? Mm -hmm. it, obviously it's not, she knows that it's not her fault that he did what he did. Yeah. But what she did, she took, like, she took accountability. And that's one of the things Mark Madsen talks about, the guy that oh. says the fuck yes or no. I'm okay. tying this all back around. Yes. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. Right? I love it. So I love it. He, in his book, um, The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck, yeah. um, he talks about 100% accountability oh, or yeah. taking responsibility for everything in your life. Mm. Taking responsibility doesn't mean fault, mm -hmm. but it's taking responsibility for how you react to everything in your life. If somebody hurts you, it's your responsibility to act in a negative or a positive way. Yeah. It's up to you. Oh, absolutely. And my mom gets mad at me for saying that all the time. Oh. <laughs> she says, she's like, oh, you know, like I can't make, you can't make me feel a certain way. Oh my God. I was like, mom, like at yeah. the end of the day, like I can't make you feel a certain way. Yeah. It's our responsibility yep. to act or react the, like the way that's best for us, absolutely. but it's healthiest for us. Yep. Right. Absolutely. So no, I love that. But love Micah, <gasps> thank you so fucking much for having me on. You're welcome. This has been such a treat. Seriously, I have loved this conversation. Thank you. And I know that we're gonna have some um, listeners that are just gonna love it. Yeah, this I hope some, so. This was some good stuff. Yeah. I mean, guys, yeah, it was great. I loved I it. Loved it. I mean, yeah, I yeah. I learned a lot. Um, yeah. And I just tell everybody, um, all of my advice. Everything I have to say is about is is worth about as much as you paid for it, mm -hmm. which is nothing. So <laughs> no, but really like yeah. you know, if I hope something resonated with someone. Oh, right? it will. I think it really will. Cause I you know, being in the single scene is a whole nother world. Yeah. 
it's different from when you're 20 to in your 30s and then I'm sure when you're 40s, right? Like it, it really is. And so I feel like there was a lot of juicy nuggets tonight. <laughs> juicy nuggets. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> and it's going to be great. Um, so thank you so much. Yeah. Seriously. Thank you. I freaking love you. Love you too. Oh my God. Okay. Okay, <laughs> guys. Bye. See you guys. Oh my gosh, you guys. Thank you so much for joining. Wasn't that such a juicy episode. It was long, but it was amazing. So I'm really glad you guys stuck around and listened to this episode because we had some good nuggets. Um, If you wouldn't mind going over to Apple Podcast and give me a rating, subscribe, and write a review. And if you're interested in me more, you can go over to uh, my Instagram, Micah J. Fike, M-I-K-A-J-F-I-A-C-K and check me out there. And also, as you know, I'm really big into health and wellness and implementing natural solutions in my home. I use essential oils on me and my three little kids on a daily for emotions, sore muscles, head tension, congestion, tummy issues, uh, emotions flying through the roof, you name it. So this is why I love the healthy starter kit that doTERRA offers because it comes with the top 10 most popular oils with a diffuser. So you guys go ahead and go check that out over on my Instagram and my link tree and you just click on healthy starter kit and go check it out. And thank you again for joining us. And I hope you guys have the most amazing week.